Welcome to the Source One podcast. Consider us your on-the-go source for the latest insights in the procurement, supply management, and strategic sourcing industry. The first step to any cost reduction project is to determine savings opportunities by conducting a spend analysis. For many companies, however, collecting and making sense of spend data can be challenging, especially when the data is decentralized and varied across departments and locations. In this Intro to Spend Analysis series, Source One Associate Director and Spend Analysis Expert Jennifer Ulrich will walk us through how to conduct a spend analysis. Continuing our Spend Analysis podcast series, we'll learn how to wrangle up decentralized data sets. So far in our Spend Analysis series, we've covered where to begin in the process and the types of data you'll be looking at when you go to analyze spend with the goal of launching cost reduction initiatives. This leads us into the next challenge, how to deal with decentralized spend. When considering strategic sourcing for a category, decentralized spend typically means that a supplier relationship and subsequent payment to that supplier doesn't flow through a single point of contact or group, such as a centralized accounts payable team and payment process. Instead, employees at different locations are able to place, pay for, and process orders for goods and services without oversight from a centralized entity. This impacts expense analysis in a few different ways. First, if your company has grown through acquisitions, it's possible that different sites utilize different ERP systems, systems that may or may not roll into a single financial system. Second, when the responsibility of ordering and paying for goods and services falls to multiple people or groups of people, it usually results in a variety of procedures being used to actually pay for goods. For example, some locations might run all purchases through a purchase order system and pay via check, while others may pay via a purchasing or credit card, and others may receive invoices and pay via electronic funds transfer. Depending on your situation, it may be a good idea to get support from your finance department, the IT department, or both. If you're dealing with a situation where multiple ERPs are used, finance can give you a good indication of how those systems interact with each other. Finance can also shed light on the types of payment options that are used within the organization and how those options are reflected in various letters and reports. IT should also be able to help run the reports you need and help with standardizing and consolidating data sets coming from different sources. If some payments are going to vendors through a procurement card or a P card, the transactions you pull out of your ERP are only going to reflect payments to your P card company, not the vendors you are actually paying. However, most providers of P cards can give you reports that detail whom you have paid with their cards. These reports can be as simple as a list of suppliers and total amounts, or be as detailed as line by line account of particular items purchased and quantities. The more detailed the report is, the better for your spend analysis. If you do not already have access to this data, finance should be able to provide you with the appropriate reports. When working with IT or finance, remember that during this first pass of data collection, you are simply trying to identify total spend by supplier over, over a period of time, typically a year. Two to three years might also make sense if one of your goals is to identify trends over time. For further support in wrangling decentralized data and performing a spend analysis, contact a spend consultant. These firms specialize in spend analysis and can provide a fast and comprehensive view of your organization's spend profile. Next up in our spend analysis series, we'll review how to approach standardizing and categorizing data in a way that supports strategic sourcing.